Well, welcome back. We have another episode of How to Fix Horse Racing. Uh, we've done everything. We, we've covered so many things. We've covered the fan comments. We've covered exchange wager. We've covered prop bets. We have covered a lot. What we haven't covered yet is there's racing all over the country. There's all racing all over the world. That's better. Uh, we brought in three experts uh, that, that know a little bit more about international racing than Randy and myself and what we can do, what they see over in foreign countries, what they can do to help us uh, fix horse racing. You know me, you know Randy. Uh, I've got three very much smarter gentlemen than us here to talk about this. Uh, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, start, starting, with, starting with Joe. Yeah, I'm Joe. I've uh, been a friend of the show for a while. I've came on as guests uh, for the Triple Clowns, and I did my own podcast as well with Avi, who's also on board here from New Zealand. And I also do the Beer Garden Show with with Steve over for Hong Kong. So very glad to be here and talk about um, what we could do to fix American horse racing. Fantastic, fantastic, uh, Avi. You're you're in New Zealand, correct? Yeah, that's right. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be joining you all. Um, yeah, from Christchurch here in New Zealand, of all places. And hopefully I can add a bit of insight into international racing and what we can apply from our racing to yours. Happy to have you. Happy to have you. In uh, in Steve? Hi there. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting. I'm from Edinburgh in Scotland. When Tom said you had three experts, more expert than me, actually looked behind me there because I... Didn't realise you were mentioning me, but uh, yes, I'm also uh, with Joe on the um, on the Beer Garden po podcast, looking at Hong Kong racing, and I also very much enjoy French racing as well. I I um, follow that on a daily basis. Really, French flat racing, but uh, I seem to be adding things all the time. So yeah, really enjoying the, the racing at the moment and expanding my visibility. You could say these days so on various podcasts. I'm excited, Tom. This is going to be great because, you know, we, we talked about this, how to fix horse racing. And these are people that are experts from the other countries. Um, and even if you don't think you're experts, you're experts to us and the people listening to you, no matter what. We don't, it, it is strange that we don't, the fact that you just said flat racing. We don't say flat racing. We don't say <laughs> flat earth. We don't say flat mate. We say nothing flat, but, you know, I mean, but to the point of, we don't, you know, flat racing is something we don't even say. No. Um, Flats you know, or jumps, no. Yeah, we don't, barriers, things like that. So, you know, most of us, I wanna say are in the nicest terms because ignorance is not always a bad term, it's just lack of knowledge, are ignorant to international racing. And maybe we need to wake up a little bit to progress like with anything. And I'm, I'm very happy you guys came on to talk about this. So, Tom, how should we start it off with these guys? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know that uh, one thing that, that we, you and I have spoken about before in this series on how to fix horse racing, uh, that I want to I wanna start with Joe. Uh, Joe, I, I, I am just tipping my foot into some Hong Kong races, thanks to your beer garden show and a few other things overseas. One of the things that I noticed that here in the United States, and as, as sad as it is, our, our, our technology, our replay system is almost like from 1993. Uh, it, it, it needs updating, but 
I look at things like Hong Kong and it is, it's almost, it's almost like I'm looking at something from the science, a science fiction movie. Uh, can, can you explain just how, how they're, and I, what I'm talking about is how the photo finishes work. How sometimes if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, uh, that there, there's like chips in the, maybe the silks or where you could actually see where the horse is going throughout, throughout the entire race and not actually guesswork of uh, a shoddy camera angle. Uh, well, you know, in Golden Gate Fields in Santa Anita, they actually Im implemented a, uh, a slow motion camera, but they didn't put it to where you could see the angle from everything. Because the way Hong Kong, Australia, even Japan has it, you could see everything on that track uh, when the horses cross the wire. And they even show the wire. They actually show the line. But when you're watching uh, Santa Anita or Golden Gate, you don't see that. So you're still guessing. And when you look at like like a race and that, that's a really tight photo finish and you're, you know, you're like us in America, we're just like, oh, we, I think blah, 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 blah. you could still you could you could almost see the 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 the, the horse's nose cross the line. And you, you, you don't have to. I mean, it's still it's still they say it's provisional because you can't you know, it's they're not going to say that that's the actual the finish because the judges and the stewards still have to do that. But, you know, the racing everywhere else in America that's I mean everywhere else in the world that's like a big thing is to have that how come we don't have that line to see where where the horses finish it just it, it's just it's just mind-boggling to me it is it's still it's the same thing that that uh we from 1972 we're still we're still I, doing I, the I, same listen, I grew up going to OTBs with my father and my grandfather and his friends, and they'd be over there being like, "Oh, they're getting the they're getting the picture of the white horse on the outside with the eight, and that's the photo they're going to show." Like they realistically think they're going through the files to find like the picture <laughs> that looks like that race to to trick you. Um, but it is true because that's a very good point. Um, I know they're all chipped now, actually, Tom. Um, they don't have tattoos in their mouths anymore. All the horses are actually chipped. So it's like a dog. You can't let them loose or they can find out if you're racing the wrong horse. They're all chipped. But it is true. You think about it nowadays, like legitimately technology-wise, we are so behind compared to the rest of the world. And we're supposed to be a little bit front-running. You know, I mean, you guys all remember... Um, Avi and, and Steve and, and Joe, Joe remembers definitely when sports came out in HD, when it first came out. Do you remember watching the sport? Like one TV was HD and the other one was standard def. How different it was. That's, that's a great analogy. You, you know, um, I remember being like, you could see the puck in hockey. I never realized I couldn't see the puck before. <laughs> and so I saw yeah. HD. Let's get into HD. Um, it's, it's a great education, actually. You know, when you're talking about how bad the how far behind you, I had no idea you know, until I actually spoke to you both. I had no idea how far back US racing was in terms of photo finishes and camera work, etc. It is startling, isn't it? It's it's yeah, it's shocking. It's because you would think that we would be. I mean, I don't know how the money is. I don't know whatever. And I don't want to be the ignorant American thinking like, oh, we're Americans. We should be ahead of the curb. I know we should be at least close to the curb. <laughs> you know, and we're not. <laughs> like, we're not. No. 
you know, we didn't just start horse racing. Um, it, it is shocking. It is shocking. Um, yeah, it, it is. And, and then and it's behind the scenes. I'm sure it's it's a headache. But again, we could keep on getting back to, as we call them, the old white hairs. Do they really want to make a change? Um, and how could you not make a change that this could be so significant where you're having purses of the millions of dollars? You can update. A, a camera that hasn't been updated since Nixon's been president. Um, it's, it's crazy because we're so force-fed this generation coming up, which is fine. We'll do the Pegasus commercials. We'll do this. We'll do that. We're trying to be cool. We're trying to be hip. All right, start with the camera that these kids know how to use. You know, like, sure. I don't worry about them coming to the club. I worry about them using the camera. Um, uh, I, I guess I'm an old man. Well, it, it's... It, it, it's just crazy because, you know, when you watch it and it's like they, they're, they're so far behind, even even Hong Kong and Australia already has uh, replay footage when you want to rewatch a race where they have it in the stewards vision. We don't have a stewards vision. We have a head on vision, but we don't have the stewards vision to where you see everything. And that's a big that's a that's a really big, important thing, especially if you're going to go by steward reports and you're going to, you know, play the horse like the next time around. That's a big, that's a really big thing for us to, to need to know. And then on top of that, you have to pay for it. Why do we have to pay for it? Everywhere else in the world, you don't have to pay for it. Wow. Well, that's America. Welcome to America, Joe. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that is ridiculous. You want more people in? Great point. Great point. Everything else people get are free. Um, Avi, Steve, I don't know if you know this. You guys are over in different countries. We have to pay for every line we get, basically. Uh, mm, yeah, Joe's food me in, and I, I agree with you guys because it's quite ridiculous. I mean, what? it's such a big barrier is the way I look at it. So if you're paying for form, if you're paying to do all of this analysis, with what money are you actually going to punt? With what money are you actually going to invest into the industry? So it's sort of, it's kind of intuitive, isn't it? So if you, if you spend all of this money and then because of that, your outlay is smaller than what it could be, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, let me ask you guys, when you guys go to a track, does it cost money to get in? Or is it? Yes, it doesn't. In Britain, you know, maybe 25, 30 pounds, various different costs, etc., to get in. Well, so, yeah. generally in New Zealand, it's free apart from the premier day. So if it's, if it's a cup meeting or something, they'll have a gate charge. But otherwise, you just walk on in. Wow. And you guys get programs, everything. Yeah, so they're all printed. You just go pick one up. The incentive is that you go and punt. So you could go on track. They might put on cheap food, cheap beer, cheap whatever, but you're there for the racing. And so you have to accommodate that. And I think that's what clubs are sort of missing is that we need you need people to go and you need them to spend. And so if you're spending money on programs or on gate charges, it's just less money that you wager with. That's yes. exactly right. Uh, that, exactly. No, it's a great point. And for everybody out there, punting is handicapping in America. Um, that's what you guys call punting. We call what? it when we kick a football on fourth down. Um, but for everybody out there, punting is is uh, that. Yeah, I think I, Joe I fell like asleep that. or he froze. One of the two. I think Joe might have fell As you say, Abby, that's the best thing, isn't it? You're actually, you know that you're walking in that track and your, your disposable money is purely going on Um punting on horses now uh, avi i have a question for you when you're going into a track in new zealand uh what are what are the crowds you do you 
Do you have a, a good crowd or is it is it uh, sparse? It's it's pretty sparse. So on on a general race day, there wouldn't be many around apart from those who are members of the club, and that's been a big problem. I assume worldwide really is to get people on track. At the moment, we're in the middle of summer, and so tracks are pretty full. There's you know it's an entertainment option, especially after COVID, after these lockdowns that we've had in our country. So it's an entertainment option for some when it's convenient, when there's a holiday, when there's a big meeting, but your standard meetings otherwise aren't really well participated. So that's why clubs really need to work on getting people along. And that sort of links into what I said before, because if we're charging these things, then normal people won't attend. So even if they attend a, a group race day, a big race day, there's still a barrier or a deterrent for somebody to go to a regular regular race day. Because uh, my cat joins us members of the club mm. explain that real quick because we don't have that here um i have a members only jacket tom probably has one too somewhere you would but uh but um members of the club what does that mean over there so so here you're able to join a racing club sort of so you, so you pay a fee and that fee basically entitles you to gate entry so you can attend every single meeting on that track for a year. It's like a season ticket. Yeah, like yeah, a season ticket. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. And then so that guarantees you not only entry, but like a, a designated space. So if there's like a big race day, you know, your spot isn't going to be taken by a member of the public who comes just for that one meeting. Is it a decent price? Is it overpriced, would you feel? Is it a good deal? Uh, I, think, I think they're reasonable. So about $200 is, is standard for a city club. But I think that's reasonable if you're going to join one. But most people would anyway. But at the same time, you get, how long's your meet? Like sorry? to go to that club? How long is um the season for that place? What do you get for that? So like, for us, it would be across the year. So they would have racing in the summer, autumn, winter, spring, and oh, yeah. across different different bucks? times. That's great. So like for us here, so my local track is Rickerton. And in the winter, they utilize the course for jumps racing and they've put in an all-weather track as well. So really, it's just built to run year-round. Oh, so that's not a bad deal. That makes no. sense. They get their money up front. That's not terrible. Not actually a bad idea for American racing. No, and it's it, it's good actually for the tracks. Like you said, they get the money up front and then the, the punter gets, gets there. They can go in, especially with the... What, like you had mentioned, you get a, a, a seat for, for the premium days where, where somebody who's just going there for the big races gets to go not, not in your spot. I kind of I like that. All right. So, so far we have Joe's on board with the better cameras. Everybody is here. Um, let's get up to date in America. Let's, let's, let's make it more reasonable for the crowd. I mean, pretty much like let's free... Yeah. PPs, more money coming in for Avi. So let's move on to Steve and we'll get all into it. Then we'll just go all out. So Steve, what do you think? What's going on there? You follow France? Well, yes, I, I, I yeah, I follow the French racing. I follow the Hong Kong racing. I think, I think from me and um, from my sort of perspective is I, I never really know exactly almost like the calendar in U.S. racing, I never maybe I don't and maybe I don't invest in it enough, but I don't think there's enough sort of publicity in 
in exactly how it all works out, you know, the, the Triple Crown, etc. But well, but just that general pattern of events, you know, when's the flat, when, or, or as we were talking about flat and, and jumping, you know, wh when are the different disciplines? When do they start? When do they stop? Which tracks? And and I don't know, they, they, it would be nice to have some sort of introductory guide in some way where you could actually find it easily. But as you say yourself, with a lack, you know, paying for form, etc., it's quite inaccessible, isn't it? It, it, it is a point that you make because um, all of a sudden for us, you know, at one stage of the year, it's Kentucky Derby time and like we don't know. And so if people across the world don't know, I don't know how people locally in the States would know. How is the marketing working there? Are people getting on board or do they even know when these events are themselves? This, this is why we're doing this and this is perfect. Mm -hmm. You guys are out there in other countries and when you say that to me, this is a problem. It's a problem that we don't have a season. We don't have um, things going on. It's just derby time, classic time. We don't have this like, here's this thing. We talk about that. We, we, we try to do things with um, Horse Racing Nation where we do division rankings every month because these divisions that we don't talk about. Besides no. on our show, who else talks about the, the best turf horses that are four years old? In America, no one right. does. Um, that's a great thing to say because you're right. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, the Kentucky Derby's here. And that's what America's all about. We race all year. All year, uh, almost 360, for the, for the first time in a while, we'd have racing on Christmas. But yeah, we, it, and it all depends. That's a great, that, that is actually a very intelligent comment that you made, Steve, something that we take for granted here, but and you too, Avi, that again, Americans assuming that everybody knows what they do, uh, but they don't, which, which it's, it's fantastic. Uh, but you're right. Even, I don't know. Okay. Well, when does Delmar open back up? I don't know. Like it, it, it's summer. Yeah. The exactly. summer, but, but, but it, it's like, I don't know when my home track opens up sometime in May, uh, which is, which is a track, uh, a mid-level track at called Delaware Park. Uh, but it's there, there is not mo, mo, a lot of it is due to the, the weather, um, around here, but but yeah, that's but and that's it's true because I mean, now, like we talked about before, like when the when the uh Pegasus happens around that time, we, we're kicking off the campaign. There's going to be stake traces every week for the two, the three year olds, just now three year olds going towards the Kentucky Derby. So we might call that, you know, Kentucky Derby season. You know, you might call it something like that to be like, here's the season. And for you guys over there that start watching now, because these are when these horses are going to start running is the end of this month. And you're only going to get three races out of them, these horses, mm -hmm. tops. So this is their season. So, but it is true. It's, it's, it's very interesting. So I think we have three great, great points. And we'll get into uh, Randy, just 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 to interrupt real quick, I just want to ask Avi, don't you guys get our form for free too? Like the Kentucky Derby, if you were to bet it, isn't it free for you guys where we have to pay for it? Yeah, I think I remember joking about this with, with you at one stage because so American racing for New Zealanders is sort of in a prime time position. So American racing here sort of airs from 6 a.m. till about midday, 12 o'clock. And then from 12, our product starts in Australia, blah, blah, blah. And so we take in a lot of American racing. 
but it's not well sort of participated in or bet on. But all of the form is free. And if you wanted to, you could quite easily just, just place a bet. Um, it's quite funny that you mentioned at the beginning about the quality of the races. And we sort of have a chuckle because some of the racing is very foreign to us. Look at quarter horse racing. And so 100 meter races on an standard definition screen, it just, yeah, it just doesn't appeal. So like sometimes you might get like $30 in a pool for an American race. But in saying that, all of the form is free. And so like if you wanted to, you could quite easily just um, spend your mornings just betting in America. It's funny because it kind of the it. same in the same uh, aspect of I would watch like horses in the morning. I watch like the jumpers in Australia or something, which I'm not comfortable with jumping. I have to admit, I, it gives me anxiety. Um, but um, I would do that. And play, I, I used to play the Omni Swingers because I'm bored and it was easy in my head, even though I had no clue about the horses. Um, but I would bet the Omni Swingers, um, which we don't have that. You guys do the Omni both places, right? For you guys, the Omni bets? Uh, yeah, I think it's Quinella Place. Is it Quinella Place? Oh, okay. Swinger? Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, we don't have those bets. That's that's what I'm going to get into now. So to, to recap really quickly, um, we have obviously free PPs, um, getting to the track, cheaper, keeping money in the punter's pockets. Technology. Pockets. Um, we have better technology. And we also have, um, well, what did Steve say? That was a really good point. What the hell was that? More like the schedule, the, the, you know, like the calendar yeah, scheduling, scheduling, yeah. Scheduling yeah. of, and making it more, obviously the schedule available to the world. Mm-hmm. Not only just us, because we have no clue after that. No. Um, you ask 90% of people that probably bet every week when the Arkansas Derby is. And if they don't live in Pokemon, <laughs> they will not know. Um, don't might know around the month because whatever. Sure, we know when the Kentucky Derby is the first Saturday in May, and we know um, when the the Preakness and the Belmont Saturday in November, and that's what we know, and that's it. Uh, Other than that, we have no clue. We really don't. So these are great points, um, and this will make our stuff better. But before we get on to it. Uh, um, you know, obviously a little bit of what we talked about, and this has been fantastic. What about, I don't know how much you guys know about drug policies and things like that there. Is there a difference? I know Australia, I'm not sure about what's going on in New Zealand. I know you guys have a bleed twice, you're out type of thing, right? I believe um, it's something, it's something. Um, what do you guys think about American drug policies? Is there a difference or do you guys not know enough about it, it's fine. Um, Joe, what do you think about that? I'm not quite sure with as far as the drug policy goes, but I know that if you're an, if you're, um, an offender, you're pretty much done. You, you don't have any credibility. They ban you, and, and you're pretty much done with racing. That's it. Like it's not like here where it's like you know somebody like Baffert where he gets you know he keeps he keeps you know he he could circumvent the system I guess yeah but I know that if if you're in Australia if you if you even do anything like that you're you're done that's it all right so stricter stricter rules all right 
I must um, admit, I was I was looking but I was looking at the whole Lathix issue. I was actually looking back as it on the internet, the years going back, and it's just been a running theme, hasn't it, for years? Mm-hmm. The the whole you know 20, 2014, 2005, and and uh, I was looking and you know, and years ago even small trainers were saying that it's something without Lasix, big trainers could handle, but small trainers couldn't because because they would be unable to run their races their horses as often without Lasix and therefore less well-heeled owners would come out of the game for them. Does that make sense? It, yeah, it does. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it does. I mean, the rest of the lungs, I guess. Um, and then the smaller trainers, you know, can't afford that um, to, to keep bringing them back. That's what you're saying, right, Steve? Yeah, yes. Um, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know how I feel about Lasix. I've said this before. Um, I don't see enough scientific evidence that it the small dose doesn't that hurts the horse. I don't want horses to be hurt. That's no. the end of the at the end of the day. That's that's all I care about. It's horses health. And if you're giving them an inhaler to open up their lungs a little bit, I'm cool with it. If it doesn't sure. hurt them, um, so I'm okay with Lasix as long as everybody's on the same playing field. I know they talked about brittle bones. I don't think it's ever been proven, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it 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 could it would change the game. It is changing the game here so much. It sure is, and it, and and it, the fact that it's different rules all over all over our country. Some states it's permitted, some states it's not. So that's a whole other th- question. Like, sh- should it, should we just have one rule, which? probably wouldn't be a terrible and idea I, I, I it becomes handle. it becomes an animal welfare issue doesn't it because if your horse is constantly running on lasix they're probably running more than what they should be so yes. does that mean the pool of runners the pool of horses that race in america does that mean there's just too few there's too little horses racing why are there you know why are horses having so many race many races so for example here and in australia hong kong it's not, you know, it's uncommon for a horse to, you know, just keep going, you know, they'd have a break somewhere. Whereas you see a lot of the American racing where the same horses run just about every week. Well, and that, that's a good question. And what is, because um, it, it all comes down to, we are, we do have a shortage of thoroughbreds in the United States. Uh, as far as we might see a horse that a lot of the tracks that we cover, we will see horses run almost every other week. Uh, over in over in New Zealand, what what is the what's the general protocol for for, so usually, for a horse? Mm, so a horse would like have a spell, so they ha- have like one race for from anywhere from four weeks up to you know ninety days, three months. So there's a big still. I mean, there's just a lot more horses in saying that, so it's easier to manage, I would say. And in terms of Lasix, it's just not a thing that exists here. Yeah, not at all. And like I said, they had that rule. I believe that's true, right? The, the rule is if they bleed twice, they're gone. They're done. Yeah. And I, I think even like in Hong Kong, breed. if you bleed once, you're gone. So. Oh, is it once? But I think twice you can't breed or something. It's crazy. Mm. Like it's something like which you're trying to get the bleeding out, which that's a weird thing that one day we'll touch on probably the Triple Clowns, where it's, you know, we have this inbredness of horses. And one of them is, if you're a bleeder, why are you breeding? Because you're probably yes. going to have Babies. a bleeder. Um, 
Uh, when I say bleeder, I mean, you know, the lungs and everything like that. Sure. But, but it is interesting because, and, and I will say this, and this is nothing against you, Tom, or even Joe over there with Golden Gate. That's a smaller track thing where you guys bring them back really quick. Um, Abs- yeah, no doubt. Here, with, you know, I deal a lot with like Richard Mandela and people like that. And trust me, the horses I have that I personally work with, they are the same. They are three months off. Look at Baffert. You know, when's the last time Cezanne run? When, when's the last time this? I mean, the big horses do take their time. They do take time off. I think the problem is, yes, these smaller tracks are running, bringing them back in a week. Well, because they need to fill the races. They, you, and I mean, come on now. I mean, Money. Santa Anita's having five horses a, a, in a race, but um, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not all over there in in Hong Kong with with huge fields. Uh, another question that I had, and I'll, I'll ask you this, Joe, in regards to in regards to the horse, we're seeing a lot of horses retire at three <laughs> um, recently. Three three, four years old, which, it, I, hey, like Randy said, all for the welfare of the animal, but it's all the people who are retiring them are for the the benefit of their pockets. What do we see? What What's the uh, average? When do, the, when do they go out to breed uh, overseas, Joe? What's Joe and everybody can, can... Yeah, and why are they staying there? Because we know the average is older. So what's, what's the older horses there and why... Are they not just taking the money? What's going on? Hmm. <clears throat> because it's, yeah, it is weird because we do see a lot of three-year-olds retire early here. Uh, over in, uh, I know in Hong Kong, they have three-year-olds, but, but, but most of the, there's no breeding industry in Hong Kong. Everybody, all the horses are coming out of uh, the UK or Australia or Japan or the US. So they're going to be all gelding. So they're just going to be running them until, you know, they can't run anymore. So there's not going to be any kind of breeding over in, in, in Hong Kong. Uh, as far as Australia goes, uh, I think that's more Avi. I think he could answer that one. Yeah. yeah and and his, historically, if, if you have a good horse, who's, who's a boy and they win a good race, I mean, profit profitability wise i mean you're better off just going to the breeding barn and you're you're, you're just selling a dream you know to other people to syndicators to you know right. mom and dad investors who are looking at you know having a bit of fun so you're playing on the lineage of a horse you're playing on its pedigree and that's a product so much like racing itself you're just selling something else you know it's just something else horse related that's being sold so it's quite lucrative for a breeder or for an owner to stand your horse at stud and get you know a guaranteed fee which is pretty much a guaranteed win every time and your horse doesn't have to race you know its odds of getting injured are next to none Not and it, you know it gets to do well, you know, things, it, ha- you know? it, it happens sometimes to. but yeah yeah <laughs> and 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 it's funny because they if you've ever watched any kind of australian tv or new zealand tv they have such the best commercials for their studs it's so funny. Like, you know, when you watch TVG, sometimes you'll see like a run happy commercial. Oh right. man, the ones in Australia are, are 50 times better, I think. They're, oh, like, wow. they're like rock videos from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch some of these. Authentic. <laughs> uh, that's your th- so, okay. So, we'll ask you, Steve, what about what's the ages over there? When you watch France and 
and England or Scotland and Ireland and all those tracks up there. What are the ages up there and do you have the same problem? I don't know. I think it, um, the horses just race on for all sorts of different ages in, in Britain, really, don't they? You know, they'll, they'll sort of go, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of them will be owned by the big, the big stables, of course, the Godolphins, the, you know, Aidan O'Brien, et cetera, Coolmore. But, you know, your average horse is, you know, rumbling on five, six, seven, eight, nine sometimes, you know. Wow. It's, um, you know, sprinters can go into, into double figures even. So, you know, it really does vary, doesn't it? I think in in in, in Britain, I, th- I don't think they, to be honest, they, the breeding part of it is never something I've really been particularly au fait with, but I think it's just a, a great um, variety of different ages. Of course, we're playing for less prize money as well in, in, in Britain. And, and, and we've seen that with stuff like the jumpers, haven't we, who are historically always older horses anyway. Yes. And, yeah. and much the same with stuff like harness racing, where... Like here at here locally, there's a meeting today and I've looked through the form line and there's a few 11-year-olds and a few 12-year-olds still trotting. So, I mean, horse longevity is a huge thing too. Yes. Jesus, 12, 12 years old. My God. Jeez, um, a couple more years, Epstein would buy one. Uh, and But I think it's it's a good point though what Joe, what Joe made um, where, where he said that... Um, they're not breeding. I get. I guess it's not as much breeding. I guess the American horses, you know, if you have the authentics and the, I guess Sunday Silence. Look at Sunday Silence. Right. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know. I guess the American horses can go worldwide, and if they keep it like, hey, that's kind of smart though. If you think like, China goes, well, we'll just go get the horses to breed over here, and we'll run these horses for. 20 years it's genius especially if they're gelded i mean we'll just geld those and get the ones that can breed over yep um you know i mean we did just see was it japan bought a ton of horses at the yearling sale here in kentucky um so maybe we are just the ground of breeding these american horses that have come so maybe that's it but i think there's got to be an incentive for older horses well I was going to say, you know, for, as far as the breeding goes, the in Korea, they buy a lot of the American horses. So when you see, when you watch Korean racing, when you look at all their, their pedigree, it's all indie, uh, what's his name? Uh, AP Indy. Oh, no, the, the other one. Um, indie something. I forget. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's another Indian big Charlie. Indie. No, not Indian Charlie, Tom. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Um, well, I, I mean, they, they native they, dancer is the one that everybody has, right? Yeah, because like you know, like in Japan, the, the the they want the they want the dirt pedigree, so they go to the U.S. and and you know, Korea has their own. They Korea has their own little has their own thing too. South Africa just bought a horse uh, a couple years ago, and you guys probably know him, Flower Alley. Flower Alley is a big yeah. stud in 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 South Africa. So, in that in yeah. that Nairo perspective. Horse. It's 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 good. That's the good thing going for America is that that's that a lot of other countries want our pedigrees. But then at the same time, I think retiring them too early, where they still have a lot to give or a lot to go, is probably what they should they should be racing a little bit longer. I think to me at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a horse isn't really fully developed until I believe five years yeah, old. Five, I think, is their peak or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, so I mean, listen, we need to make a Kentucky Derby for five-year-olds, something to keep them around. 
Because you can't say you can't breed till four. You can't breed till five. Because if I own the horse, guess what I'm going to do? He's going to live in my shed for a year and I'm not going to raise him. And when he turns four, I'm going to go let him do his thing. Um, you and know. that's um, Hong Kong. Hong Kong has the the Hong Kong Derby, and it's not a Derby three year old; it's a Derby four year old. So See? all the big four year olds, and, and it's not in the cool. and, that, and it's not even a group. It's not even any kind of black type. It's like a special condition mm. race. But so the incentive is still there. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. We're that coming up to the classic series, aren't we, for Hong Kong? That yeah. works for us. Make it, sure it something that you want to stick around. Make the classic. You can't run in it if you're three. How about that? Yeah. How about it's that? It's like because these things have happened for years that you didn't tamper, but why not? You know. Well, or, 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 or then we'll just make our own race. You're right. Well, and, you can't right. ever tamper and, and, race because it's records and, and you all know. All the nonsense. Oh, but that, quite honestly, see, that's why Randy and I started this. And with, this is our fifth in the series of there's too much with United States race and the people that are in charge but we've been doing this for so long nobody wants to upset the apple cart but we're here to fuck up the upset apple, the cart. apple cart yeah <laughs> yeah thank you Randy yeah yeah because because everybody's the the people are just too afraid to they're 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 happy with their comfortable jobs and they, they mm-hmm. don't want to cause any waves but everybody's and everybody's complaining about it, but nobody's doing anything about it. I mean, that's kind of what we've turned into. Um, now, now, do you, I know Joe follows this the racing over over here in the United States. Do you fellas uh, follow follow our racing? Myself, um, I, do you know that as I said earlier, this, there's only so many hours in the day sometimes because I, you know, <laughs> I follow the Irish racing, which right. will be. Uh, I like, well, I say flat, but I like the Irish flat racing, which will be starting mm-hmm. in March, and we've got Dundalk, which is on the all-weather through the winter. And, uh, and then there's the French racing, which is on the PSF, which is the all-weather track through the winter, and then you'll get Deauville and et cetera. So I think I've become a bit more attuned to the American racing, having spoken to you two, actually. Um, I, I can, and, and, of course, um, Sarah as well. I like to, you know, there's a, there's a part of me thinks, you know, Sarah's come over and looking at Hong Kong racing now, and I think there's a bit of a you know return the compliment if you like you know I'm, i don't want to be sort of blinkered and just looking inwards at france and hong like kong that. and britain and i wanted to actually just throw in the old tweet these days like unique unions last um the other night there in aqueduct and race eight states race and you know, just actually try and follow a bit more but that's that's another thing about the, the american racing i find it hard to um i find it hard to compare the respective quality of each horse well, that's where I was going. That's that's interesting. That, that interesting. It, it is, unless unless you go in, it, it's the getting in. You're talking about like pedigrees and things of that nature. Or yeah, got- and just and just and, and it's difficult sometimes um, knowing the the level, the class of horses. Yeah, you know, yeah, the we, class, call, the yeah class we call them conditions, and it's, it's yeah. um, and and yeah, the conditions are. It, it's tough to keep up with because you're mm-hmm. right. It, it, you see, like I've had to ask the question. It, you know, a starter allowance at twenty-five thousand is, you know, is, is better than an allowance at thirty-four thousand. You're like, wait, 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 I don't, I don't understand this. That's the weird parts of it. Mm-hmm. And you see, well, you won here, and you're like, oh, it's a class drop. It's like, no, it's not a class drop. Um, it's not the grade one, two, three, 
um, or, or Joe and I had the conversation about the, what was it, the TUF, which somebody was reading the wrong way. Um, not the, like the, the class, like the classes? Yeah, like the class four what? was better than class one, where we would think, right, something like that? No, the opposite. The class the opposite. one is better than a class four. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. they went up. But, yeah. Hmm. But it, in terms with that, if you're going to go by class, the only differences that we have claiming, and I think if we were to try to do a rating system based off of claiming, it's going to screw everything up. So it's either we keep the, the system the same or we don't have claiming and we do the rating system like what they do in Australia or in Hong Kong where it's a private sale if they want to get rid of the horse or, you know, well, I don't want to say it that way, but if they want to do a different, you know, if they want to well, the exchange horse. the horse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want it to sound like inhumane. No, <laughs> yeah, no. they're giving no. it to somebody well, else. No, no, they're not killing it. No, there's somebody else who's going <laughs> to train it and run it. Uh, Avi, have you, uh, are you in tune with, with the racing over here? And what, if so, what are your thoughts? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Um, honestly, like the American racing really for us is, is an afterthought outside of the big days. Um, we might see the odd race again early in the morning, but otherwise, to be completely honest, no. Um, and part of that is the grading system. We sort of don't really know what we're looking at. Um, there are just a whole bunch of words, but they sort of all become quite confusing uh, in terms of, you know, different allowances and claims and so on. And for us, you know, it's quite simple. So a maiden runner has never won a race before, a rating 65, 75, 85, whatever. And then you're able to quite easily tell. And then you know the quality of the field, you know what you're betting into. But it's very difficult to, to determine what sort of horse or what sort of class you're betting into uh, when it comes to the States. It's interesting. Well, I never, I grew up yeah. with it, so I don't and, even think about it. And, and it's kind of like over there, maidens are maidens. You don't have here where you have maiden allowance, maiden, maiden claiming, claiming maiden yeah. special weight, all that stuff. A maiden is a maiden almost everywhere else in the world makes aside from Hong Kong when it's like griffins <laughs> and they have to run. Mm. With, that with makes others. yeah, that's, that that's makes why too it's... much sense, Avi. And, <laughs> and we we might have to uh, definitely communicate uh, between after the after this is over, just. Uh, and now uh, we're 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 on Twitter together, but yeah, that's that's a that, this that's why we're talking to you guys because I didn't know this. I don't think Randy knew this, and that's this is the kind of and, kind of nonsense that shouldn't that 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 people should know. I, I it's this is great. I mean, we're just five just, guys sitting here. You know, you know when talking. you get older, and and you guys probably because you're from smaller countries than the United States. In the United States, we feel like we learned somebody from like. Alabama like I met a guy from Alabama it's so different now whatever but we still like our world is our country and you get a little bit older and you meet people you maybe travel you do whatever and you go whoa holy mackerel yeah yeah and 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 that's you know that's us with horse racing that's America with horse racing that's you know even when you guys look at American horse racing that's how we look at it but and we have so much where where you know our states are like some of your countries, you know, honestly, I mean, they're about yes. the same size. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, when you look at Naira, that's the size of England, easy. Um, you know, so that's, those tracks are like England tracks, but um, so, but you guys are the birthplace of it. I mean, over there, I know they, you guys did it before we did. 
Um, we just like to act like we did it first. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we like to act like we invented everything. Come on, Randy. Because Well, because well, we invented the light bulb and that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> I just want to, I just were real quick. I just want to add one more thing too, because I thought that this was an amazement to me when we were talking about uh, when I was on a show a, a while ago with the Triple Clowns, a Philly beating the boys in other parts of the well, I, I should say Australia mostly and New Zealand is the way they grade their 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 races, the way they handicap their races is you'll have the big the big name Phillies against the boys. And that's a common thing because they, they have the handicap weight break. So you see like a horse like very elegant who won the Melbourne Cup destroy the boys. And, you know, still had a lighter weight, but that means that, you know, you have every single horse has a chance instead of the Phillies against the Phillies or the Phillies taking on the boys or the boys against the boys. Because you're not going to see a boy, you're not going to see a a, 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 a a male horse go into a distaff race, right? So yeah. it's better we just put it all together. And that's I why agree. you see a lot of these big champions. And you're right. And maybe do weight breaks and everything like that, because I do think, and oh my God, the feminists are going to come at me now if they're even listening, but they don't listen to our show. It isn't fair a lot of times. The boys are better than the girls most of the time. Um, let's face it. But if you give them a little bit of an advantage, you imagine like Zenyatta getting a little bit of an advantage. Eee, mm -hmm. You know, oh, like, yeah. um, but it is true. We talk about that. And you guys, Steve and, and uh, Avi, um, we know we have people, uh, horses like Gammy that I always got on being like, stop saying this is the best horse around when it won't run against the boys. And that's, that's, yeah, yes. bingo. When it won't run against the boys. And that's fine. You're the best girl out there. We have that conversation here, which I don't think you guys do. But I also think that's why you guys have wings. You guys have, um, uh, Black Caviar was a Black Caviar was a Philly, right? Mayor, right? Yeah. Mayor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A mayor. Um, you know, you, you have those those horses. Um, and and the funny thing with with I guess the funny thing with the black black caviar is she had to stop running the handicappers because if she did, she was gonna have to carry so much weight. They do do weight breaks way different than we do there. I know that. Yeah, it, it does make a little bit more, it, it is, the more I look at it, and I'm going to have to do a little, like Avi said, it is, it's a little, it's it's a lot easier to understand. Yeah. Listen, I taught Sarah about American horse racing, and now she's weirdly teaching me about uh, overseas horse racing, which is very uncomfortable for me, actually. So, um, <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah. So, well, let's wrap it up. Tom. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's we're, we're, we're just five guys here talking. We all have one thing in common. It's a beautiful sport of horse race. Randy and I and Joe just happen to be here in the United States and we are lucky enough to, to, to join and we could talk to these, we could talk to Steve and Avi and Joe for, for hours and we might have to have a round two of this at some point, but um Really appreciate all you guys coming on and at the late notice with, with Avi. Thanks for coming on. And, yeah, no, and that was awesome, everybody. Real quick, I want to do something really, really fast. I'm going to give everybody like 10 seconds each. If I go around the horn right now, and Joe, I'll go with you even though you're here in the United States. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with you, though, and I'm going to ask you real quick to get you to watch more American racing. So obviously for Avi to watch it at all or the people you know, 
what would you like to see? Quick, fast, what would you like to see? It's okay, you can say chicks in bikinis, it doesn't matter, whatever you wanna say, say it, and same with you. What can America do right now? <laughs> Joe, start it off, what could we do to fix or to make, make, make you wanna watch more? Um, I would change the betting. Have both tote and fixed dogs. You could have both. They have it everywhere else in the world. You could do both. There's no way you could still have the horses, still the owners and all that still get their money even after. So I think they should do uh, something all right. with the betting. Abby, all you and your friends that watch all the racing, how could we get them over to watch American racing? What would we need to do? Release a calendar so we know when it's on. Like somewhere throughout the week. Simple. Like on a week. On a weekday, we might see a random group race. We need to know when it's on. And it's such a big thing. It's such a little thing, but so big at the same time. Simple. Okay, you were, that's, that is simple. And you know what another thing, simple thing is, Avi? Have them watch the Triple Clowns. You're going to get them into it that way. We'll get them there. We're on a schedule, kind of, kind of. Uh, but no, that's, that's that, that kind of sums us up right there. Like, come yes. on. That's easy. Steve, what about you? I think Avi's got a, a, hit the nail on the head for me in a way because it is great to have a calendar. It's something where I know exactly, oh, I'm going to, in three weeks' time, this is running. These are the likely entries. I'm going to do the form study. Looking forward to this. Or even some sort of dedicated channel, whether it's, it's just on YouTube where you have some kind of, of um, beginner's guide to US racing. Something where you, mm -hmm. you begin to understand yeah, hey. how it all joins. I mean, even like last night, I was watching at the races in Britain and I was watching my horse, I think it was Unique Unions and uh, Racing Aqueduct. And the, the compere says, oh, we might have a clash here because American racing clashes. And there's no cohesion between the different states, you know. So, I mean, to be fair, that happens in Britain. You know, on the on the 27th of December, we had the Welsh Grand. We have Wales. Wales is a little country in Great Britain, of course. Wales, of course. And, they, and we had the Welsh Grand National. At the five minutes after the Welsh Grand National in Ireland, is the three mile Paddy Power Handicap Chase. Absolutely ludicrous planning, because there's still a circuit to go in the Welsh the National. We yeah, do that. that happens. On, yeah, it we do it during more. like Kentucky Derby Day. Santa Anita's got like five stakes races. Like we do it's that. Ridiculous. Yes, yeah. and it just it, it lowers betting. It lowers um, you know, the amount people can put on. People are holding back. They're not. It's right. just it's it's basic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So you know what I love wow. this whole thing is, um, triple clowns are going to make a planner on your desk of the calendar year of American horse racing. I'm already starting. Yeah, you head. guys should yeah. do that. That would help out. That, that would get everybody involved. Yeah. I yeah, think, I think you should. Us. Yeah. Innovate that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty and simple. then we're going to put every race down. And, and yeah. God, you know, you know, it's funny because the simple things, the simple things. We talked all this stuff and such great insight. And you guys have great hey, I just don't know what it's wrong. And, I just don't know and, when it's going off. So let's, let's, it's pretty, pretty easy to do. Let's, yeah. And Avi gets a 25% a royalty for that. Just however 25? many calendars you sell. Listen, 0% of like, 0% of zero. zero. Is still nothing. So Avi can get more than that. We'll get whatever you want, Avi. Like, you could, you could have oh, worked on a 98% deal. We'll be happy. With <laughs> oh, well. Well, with that said, and, and uh, yeah, it, it's that was that, that was a great way to great way to wind up, guys. Uh, and and let's definitely keep in contact. And listen, with this is uh, 
we 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 got to pick this up again, uh, right where we left off, and and hopefully by the next time we talk, uh, we'll at least get that calendar in production. Um, yeah, but- yeah, no, absolutely. It's actually funny because think about how simple that would be to become like to really like get horse racing just a calendar, even yeah, uh, even even a stakes race calendar. Calendar. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Six yeah. race calendar is simple. I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, could, I'm, I can get I'm that. I'm actually to editing this part out because Spinthrift is probably going to jump on it and have more money than us. So I'm going to edit yes. this part out. We'll Scribbling pins, lots yeah. and jumps for me. We'll, we'll, we'll edit okay, that we'll part out. We'll do that out. too, but we, I don't know. We don't, we do that in Saratoga. Like what, yeah, don't, yeah, don't bring out race. that idea and then no. somebody steals it. Yep. <laughs> hey, ever since it, Jonathan exactly, Shepard retired, and, I don't know and, what I'm doing. And obviously, uh, Steve, tell everybody where they can see you. Oh, you mean on Twitter and stuff? Yeah. Yes. All that stuff. yes. Well, uh, I'm uh, my um, my Twitter handle is at Shanks Ponies, um, and I'm called the Right Man, which was named after a, a sprinter in France, so it sounded quite clever. But yes, that's where you'll find me um, on on Twitter, doing my tweets. And um, did you see that? I did a tweet the other day. It's like a prehistoric bird that was kicking around long, I did, long ago. And, and I think yeah. Sarah put a big pile of like bird shit. Yes, it was, yeah, that was great. Jeff Goldblum examining the bird poo. Yeah, it was, uh, ah, it was right. amazing. But uh, yeah, it's an incredibly big thing it was. Amazing. Yeah. And, and Avi, what do you have going on and where can, can, people, can people find you? Yeah, just Twitter for me as well. It's at Avi, A-V-I underscore lal, L-A-L. And if anyone has stuck around and watched this to the end, well done. Exactly, oh, yeah, yeah. God bless you. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Tom's mom, uh, for that. Uh, um, no, and absolutely. And Joe, um, we know. Well, and also, you know, Steve, you're on um, the Beer Garden Show. I know that with Joe and Sarah, of course. Uh, you guys do that show, which is a great show. Does Hong Kong racing, and you know, we are happy to announce that Joe will be joining us with the Triple Clowns doing a show with Australia. So, Avi, get ready. Uh, Joe, you agree with that, correct? Uh, Avi will be. Yeah, okay. Avi's gonna have to get ready. <laughs> All right. All right. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to leave his 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 uh, day job again. <laughs> well, hey, I'm so glad we're gonna do Avi. All good. Right, yeah, I've got a feeling we'll see more of these guys. Absolutely. Yeah, Joe does his away the on away they Joe show. Check those guys out. And absolutely, Joe's uh, happy to have him a member of the team coming over. And they're going to do some Australian racing, guys. We're branching Maybe New off. Zealand. New Zealand, too? Of course. Yeah, whatever can't you want, for, man. It's your show. Um, it's all can't forget. Uh, it's all islands somewhere. Just, just no Delaware Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, 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 good old, the good old DP, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I've got a feeling we're going to see more of these guys. Randy's uh, laughing because he knows. <laughs> with... <laughs> edit, edit, clip, clip, clip. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that wraps up another episode of How to Fix Horse Racing, the international version. Uh, for all the guests, even for Mr. G. Randall Johnson and, my, and, and I'm Bob, we're going to sign off. And until next time, everybody, thank you. <laughs>